This message comes from NPR sponsor Stamps.com. Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting, no long-term commitments or contracts. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. Hey everybody, this is Jonathan Colton. Just uh, sitting around here, feeling a little lonely, so I think I'm going to call my pal, Ophira Eisenberg, host of NPR's Ask Me Another. Let's see if she's around. What's going on? Ophira, hi. Hey. How, how you doing? What uh, What a surprise. I'm not, I'm not bothering you, am I? No. In the middle of something? Yeah, I'm totally in the middle of watching time dry. Yeah. How are you? <laughs> it takes a long time. <laughs> wow, it goes slow. Uh, how are you doing? I'm okay. I was just uh, sitting around here feeling bored because, you know, not a lot to do. True, true. Yeah. And um, I thought I'd check in and, and see how you were doing. Okay. Yep. I'm okay. Just, um, I have to say, cause we were doing, you know, like everybody else, it's just been comfort. What's comforting? A lot of bread. And then we did cookies. Definitely have been drinking quite a lot of wine. Matter sure. of fact, I had to scale back on drinking wine what? at night because A, I couldn't afford it. <laughs> it's just pricey. Yeah. Uh-huh. And also I completely lost my tolerance. <laughs> <laughs> It's the worst. Right. You're a half bottle in. You're like, what's happening? Where is the wine? All right. I guess I'm ready to do some math. You know, like, I, <laughs> um, but I feel like this week I was like, I don't want pizza. I want to eat healthy. I'm starting yeah. to, yeah, feel like. You, uh, you feel like you're st- it's starting to turn from the all bets are off, anything to get through it. You're starting to turn from that to a more long term, like, I really need to take care of myself in spite of the situation. I feel that drive, yeah. But I'm trying to think if I've actually done anything in my life uh, to <laughs> to head in that direction, and I feel like I probably haven't. Wouldn't you love to feel tired, like not weary or broken down, but just, yeah, just tired? Just a plain old tired. Like I've been awake long enough. Not not yeah, like the I, kind of like I've been doing things in a certain way that would tire me out. <laughs> yeah. Instead of the I've been sitting here and I've had it feeling. Uh, yeah, I, um, yeah, I'm certainly not, what am I losing over here? I'm losing, I've been losing my patience a lot uh-huh. with my dear child. Oh, it is hard being in a house with your family all the time. It just is. You know, it turns out we've been living together under the same roof for four years, mm-hmm. but it also turns out we have never lived together, actually. It's true, Nets. Now we, we have to do all our counting to 10 in front of each other, which is like, nobody likes to see that. <laughs> Are you counting? Dad, are you counting? Yes. Give yep. me a second. I'm only on seven. Eight. Now you made me lose track. Ugh. Now I have to start over. I hope Ten. you're happy. Nine. But speaking of holding it together, I wonder if you would do me the favor of providing my life with a little normalcy. Let me ask you. Yeah. Is it okay if I play the song? Oh, the song. Let's play the song and then we'll do a show. From NPR and WNYC, coming to you from our respective homes in beautiful Brooklyn, New York, it's NPR's hour of puzzles, word games, and infrequent bathing. Ask me another. I'm Jonathan Colton. Now here's your host, Ophira Eisenberg. Thanks, Jonathan. We have an amazing episode for you. Joining us from the inside of his fringed mask, we'll talk to country musician Orville Peck and from the podcast Crazy in Bed, comedians Alyssa Limpiris and Mae Wilkerson, plus a special game from one of our youngest listeners. But first, coming to us together, we have comedian Mitra Johari of Adult Swim's Three Busy Debras and comedian Whitmer Thomas, whose comedy special The Golden One is on HBO. Let's welcome on the line, remote from their home, we have Mitra Johari and Whitmer Thomas. Hello. Hello. Hi. So how are you guys doing? (laughs) How's it going? It's all right. I feel like we've 
it, like on any given day, it's much harder or much easier. Wit, I would say, does better with anxiety and existential <laughs> dread than I do, but I enjoy cooking more. So <laughs> I have a pretty, I have a pretty um, annoying personality, and I think that um, <laughs> Mitra already knew that going into this. So I think you were prepared for me to be like hopping up and down and yelling and you know doing dances and not talking in my real voice for seven hours straight. <laughs> you don a character just to mix things up for oh, a yeah. while. Are they uh, any particular voices or are they all made up characters? Like I know from, you know, that you're good at impressions. <laughs> um, I think they're made up characters that have no real writing to them. It's mostly just like, this is a guy named Pork. Or, <laughs> and I just get obsessed with saying, I'm Pork. <laughs> Yeah, Whittle, Whittle latch on to a word for a couple days. We've been watching Righteous Gemstones, which is very good and okay. very, very funny. But there's a song that is in Righteous Gemstones that has been sort of on loop, but with fake lyrics and not real words. Sort yeah. of like um like a scat type right. situation. Very much a scat. And the song is called Misbehavin' that the, the characters sing in that show. And so the melody is like, and so I'll just go like, a little pork and my name is pork. And I don't know why, but pork right now is funny. The name uh, pork. I think it's pork funny. always good. Very funny. Very funny. It all comes together full circle. And Mitra, how's work going? Because you've been working on your series, Three Busy Debras, right? Yeah, we're, um, I've been in writer's rooms for the whole quarantine, basically. Um, yeah. So mostly very positive. You know, that's it's really nice to have a place to quote unquote go every day. I, I the ways that I've been making it feel like I'm going to work every day are so bleak. I, I bought a I bought a new pair of shoes and they're my work shoes. They only exist in my bedroom, which is where I work. I put on my work shoes and then I'm I'm at work and then I take high them heels. off when work is high over. heels. Yeah, sort of some sexy Louboutins. I figured. Uh, <laughs> just just white sneakers. <laughs> Good. All right. Not like we haven't warmed up, but we are going to warm up with a game. Let's warm up with a game. Your first game is an audio game. We're going to play you a clip of an Oscar winning film and a clip from a pop song. You're just going to tell us the movie and the song and the artist or just any one of those things or a thought you've had. <laughs> okay. This Amazing. sounds really fun. Okay. <laughs> a soft place to land. <laughs> exactly. Wit, this one's for you. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going. Well, the song is uh, Twisted Sister. That is correct. And The um, artist. And the movie is also uh, tw called Twisted <laughs> I don't know the name of that movie, though. I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it. Yeah. They all start running around the house talking like that. Though. That's a great impression. Can't wait. Thank you. <laughs> uh, you get a point, Twisted Sister. We're not going to take it. Correct. And the movie is Network. Oh, whoa. Network, one of my favorite movies. <laughs> Truly, one of my favorite movies. I mean, I was looking at that clue and I was like, first of all, this is no time to not take it. This is the time right now in history to take it. We should be taking yeah. it. Got take it. all we have of it. To take it. Also, a great opportunity to read Making Movies by Sidney Lumet, who directed oh, yeah. Network. That's right. <laughs> you, do you do know. You do know. I just want everybody to know that I know about Network. I'm yeah. cool. No, you know the movie, you love the movie, and also you read a book about the movie. You just yeah, don't know the right. famous quote from it. <laughs> yeah. All right, Mitra, this 1995 movie won the Oscar for Best Picture. Would you be willing to trade all the days from this day to that for one chance, just one chance, to come back here and tell our enemies that they may take our lives you know, you know so much. I can tell. Okay, so is that Braveheart? It certainly is. <laughs> wow, thank you for that. <laughs> I, I guarantee I haven't seen any of the movies, but at least that guy had a Scottish accent. So. Yes, yes, that helped narrow it down for sure. Right. And Mitra, do you want to take a guess on the song or the artist? 
Is it called Freedom? It is called <laughs> sure Freedom. It is. It's George Michael. George Michael. Yay! Wow. Yeah. Okay, Wit. This 1954 film won Best Picture. You don't understand. I could have had class. I could have been a contender. I could have been somebody wow. once told me the world is gonna roll me. Really good. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. Here's my perfect Marlon Brando, just okay. so you know. Um, all right the song is all star by smash mouth yeah and that movie is on the waterfront all correct i was gonna say river's edge but and i would have guessed the contenders (laughs) very different film well uh on the river edge is of course the prequel and the contenders is the sequel (laughs) very different film mitra this 1950 movie won the oscar for best original screenplay and i promise you i'll never desert you again because after Salome, we'll make another picture and another picture. So we've got Hey Ya by Outkast. Right. <laughs> yeah. And the most jarring transition from movie to song thus far, <laughs> <Yeah>. I think. <laughs> totally. And, um,. I couldn't tell you the movie. Okay, it's all right. <laughs> it's a movie about it's a movie about the relationship between a struggling screenwriter, a dude, and a fading silent movie star, a lady. A lady. Gloria Swanson as Norma Desmond. Oh. A well-known gif. <laughs> She's a well-known gif at this point. GIF. Is the name of it a, a famous street? It is. Yes. Yes. Um <laughs> we, were on, we were on it the other day. Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. As you might suspect, you're tied That's at the end of this game. <laughs> <laughs> After the break, we'll play another game with comedians Mitra Johari and Whitmer Thomas. And later, I will put on a cowboy hat for my conversation with masked country musician Orville Peck. I'm Ophira Eisenberg, and this is Ask Me Another from NPR. At this year's Oscars, Oppenheimer took home the award for Best Picture, Emma Stone and Robert Downey Jr. also picked up wins, and Ryan Gosling brought the Kennergy. For a recap of all the highlights, listen to the Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast from NPR. Up First achieves the rare one-two punches of being short and thorough, national and international, fact-based and personable. Every morning, we take the three biggest stories of the day and explain why they matter. And we do it all in less than 15 minutes. So you can start your day a little more in the know than when you went to sleep. Listen now to the Up First podcast from NPR. There's a lot of stuff to watch out there. Pop Culture Happy Hour, a a four-day-a-week, 20-minute-a-day podcast, helps you pick out what's worthy of your next big binge. Whether it's a new show, a buzzy book, or a movie that we can't stop talking about, Pop Culture Happy Hour is here with a recommendation you'll want to snuggle up with, guaranteed. Listen to Pop Culture Happy Hour every day, only from NPR. This is Ask Me Another, NPR's hour of puzzles, word games, and being real smug about installing a bidet last year. I'm Jonathan Colton. Here's your host, Ophira Eisenberg. <laughs> it's true. They are sold out. Yeah. Thank you, you so them. much, Jonathan. We're playing games with Mitra Johari from Adult Swim's Three Busy Debras and Whitmer Thomas from the HBO comedy special, The Golden One. Okay, you guys ready for another game? Yes. I'm ready to rock. This is called Leaders and Rad Eels. It combines two things we love here on Ask Me Another, trivia about world leaders 
and anagrams. Okay, I know that's a lot to throw at you. No, I'm really good at both these things. I pretty much do them in my sleep, so okay, I'm great. ready. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to give you the clue, the clue with the anagrammed historical figure's name, and you just have to identify the leader. Mitra, this first one is for you. Okay. This Speaker of the House is known for ripping up Trump's speech and wearing bright pink suits, but you don't get to where she is without knowing about everyone in Washington. One might dub her a nosy pelican. Nancy Pelosi. That is correct. That one was really easy. It shouldn't count. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll Almost cheating. (laughs) We got to warm you up. We got to warm you up to the hard ones. All right. Good. Thank you. (laughs) Whitmer, this one is for you. The first U.S. president was apparently a fan of double negatives, since his name anagrams to, hi, go negate wrongs. Oh, George Washington. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Mitra, she probably never actually said, let them eat cake, but this French leader's name still anagrams to, treat, no, I eat mine. Oh, that's perfect. Marie Antoinette. That's correct. <laughs> Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> Yeah. All right, Whitmer, this is for you. This woman was imprisoned by her cousin, Elizabeth I of England, and spent years plotting to escape and become the queen herself. One might call it a fancy, morose quest. Ooh. Thanks for giving me this one, gang. <laughs> this is where it gets a little harder. I can. I know a lot about Marie Antoinette because the strokes were in the soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, wait a second. There was a movie adaptation of I know. her... And I just saw the cover of it the other day. With uh, Saoirse Ronan? Yes. The anagram is Fancy Morose Quest. Is it? Mm. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Oh, I like this. Oh, I love this. McGee. Yep, McGee, that's right. (laughs) Is it? mm. I mean, Scottish, could be. Yeah, um, no, I don't remember it, but uh, it's definitely not Mary. Why not? Why not? Why wouldn't it be? Queen Mary of Scots. Yes. Yeah, Mary Queen of Scots. That's correct. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Okay. Yeah, you ha- you had it all along. Pork all right. McGee. Pork <laughs> McGee. Oh, if that's I opened for Pork McGee, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> At hilarities. Mitra. After yes. this US president's inauguration, his first lady Mamie aimed to fill the White House with antique furniture. So that answers his anagram. Redesigned with who? Should be with whom, technically. Here's a little bit of trivia about him. When he was, uh, let me think, freshman, I think it was a freshman in college, his doctor told him that he had to get his leg amputated, and he said no because of an infection. He said, I refuse, and then he recovered. Where'd you pull that fact from? That's impressive, Afira. Just, that's the only thing I know about American history. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, it, you know what? What I was about to say is so embarrassing. I'm going to use it as my guess, which is yeah. William H. Macy. <laughs> <laughs> Very close. President, president Macy. What if I say uh, the first part of his uh, slogan when he was running for president? I like. Oh, I oh Eisenhower, Dwight. <laughs> Dwight, Dwight, D. Eisenhower. Dwight, Dwight, Dwight D. Eisenhower. That's right. Do we know why he had to go with the initial? If your name's Dwight Eisenhower, who are you afraid of being confused with? There was already a Dwight Eisenhower in the President's Union. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. On uh, international <laughs> president database. <laughs> the, in the old international. Okay. They didn't, want, they didn't want to get the royalties mixed up. <laughs> That's right. Right. All right, Whitmer, this is for you, and this is the last question. He spent 27 years in prison and became South Africa's first democratically elected president. But few people know that he collected blacklight animal posters. Hence, his anagram, Send Neon Llama. This is uh, Nelson Mandela. Yeah, you are right. (laughs) Uh, Guess what? It's a tie. So out of everything, you did everything perfectly and are perfectly matched. And once again, we'll continue to succeed. It's all good news. <laughs> it's all good news. That's all I have for you. I'm in a full body sweat. <laughs> <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> the most I've thought in two months. <laughs> <laughs> well, glad, glad we're here for that. Thank you so much. <laughs> Meet your Johari stars in Three Busy Debras on Adult Swim. Whitmer Thomas's HBO special is called The Golden One. Ah, Mitra, Wit, thank you so much for joining us on Ask Me Another. Thank you. Thanks for having us.
I am so psyched to have our next two guests join us. They have a great podcast called Crazy in Bed. They are comedians, writers, and actors. Please welcome Alyssa Limparis and Mae Wilkerson. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having us. How is it going for you making a podcast in these times? Is it the same, different? Well, funny story, actually. We had taken a bit of a high... So our podcast is called Crazy Semicolon in Bed. Um, It's really about being crazy and also being in bed. We have a bit of like a catfish name situation going on. Hold on, on May. Hold for laughter. Hold for laughter at home. (laughs) Yeah, it's a joke that we keep hoping one day somebody will find it funny. (laughs) Instead, it's always just someone being like, oh... So oh, it's not a sex podcast, wow, it's a, a pun. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> They're walking away. Now. We're like, hold on. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, we. it's about like, you know, mental health and being in bed. And it kind of came from a dark time in our lives. Uh, and then we moved to LA and things were doing okay. And suddenly the whole world was crazy and in bed. And we were like, they need us. <laughs> We're back. Now's our time to shine. (laughs) Have you introduced anything new to your life? Did you see my, I I posted on Instagram, I tried baking and it, my cake boiled. (laughs) 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 I doubled the butter on accident. It was a boxed mix. I mean, impossible to, impossible to mess up. And I opened the oven and it was fully boiling. It was, it's alive. It's alive. It's alive. You look at it and you go, that's the virus. How did it turn out at the end? It was really good and gooey. At the end, don't judge a book by a cover because that was yeah. the most gooey, yummy cake in the world. But for presentation, it everyone has beautiful sourdoughs on Instagram. And mine was like, oh, she's not – we need to check on – she's not doing well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to make a mistake, doubling the butter is the that's the, the way to, to make, go. Right? Yeah, exactly. that's delicious. It was always meant to be that way. Yes, uh, but I I followed a box cake recipe to the T, and it still came out like atrocious. It really was cake for one. Like, just keep it in the pan. <laughs> Don't show <laughs> anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Instagram do what you have photos, to do, please. Yeah, <laughs> no. this is a behind closed door type of a dessert situation. <laughs> yeah. The best desserts always are. You know, if you're showing your dessert on Instagram, I don't want to eat that. That doesn't. No. There's no way that tastes good. It's beautiful. Hang it on your wall, but I don't want to put it in my mouth. No. <laughs> yeah, like you want like the tub of frosting. That's what. Like you're not going to take yeah. a picture of that. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, right. yeah. honestly, baking. Do you need even need to turn on the oven for baking? That's not. It's the pre oven is when it's good. That's when it's peak. It's like when it's just in the bowl and you're just kind of crying and just kind of putting it in your mouth right. with your. At hands. that point, it's all potential. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's hope to me. That's, That's hope. <laughs> that is hope. <laughs> Do you feel this way, May? Like it has been kind of nice to like connect with old friends in a way that I probably wouldn't have before this. <laughs> like butter? Is that what that was? <laughs> Butter's exactly. definitely an old friend. Butter has Butter's like an the- old friend that had hadn't I hadn't spent a lot of time with. Uh yeah, I have been connecting with all kinds of people. It's like people popping into my head, I don't even remember their name, and then all of a sudden I'm like, wow, that person really they helped me through a lot. Uh so yeah, it's been good for that. I I've connected some sometimes I'm sort of like, why? I mean, like I want to connect with <laughs> yes, but at the same time, when people have reached out from years ago, I assume that they have hit O in their alphabetized contacts. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I assume, <laughs> and that's why I go, why, why? Because you're just going through a list, and now we're here. I know. <laughs> well, I was just talking to my friend Oscar. And, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, and then Otto is next. You know what? That's so what I'm going to do. Next, I love next you, time okay. I talk to someone, I'm going to say, Who, who's the last person you talked to? <laughs> I'm going to suss it out. That's how you answer the phone now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Alyssa May, are you ready to do some trivia? We would love to, but we have to tell you. Beware, May and I have are two of the worst people that do trivia. We are both. Yeah, we are. It's going to be a yes. It's a it's, real weakness for us. It's trivia. a real Perfect. yeah. yeah it's a kind of a source weakness. of anxiety. Source of anxiety. Yeah, um, we don't have a lot of info stored up here, unfortunately. Yeah. Let me, uh, retaining is not so much my thing. I just kind of cruise by. Yeah. Information let me just and- reassure you that you're not here because we expect you to know trivia. You're here because you both have great at home audio equipment. <laughs> Do you have any idea how hard it is to find people with a good mic? (laughs) Thank you for recognizing our true strengths. (laughs) All right. 
We're going to play another round of a music parody game called Love is a Four-Letter Word. So we took well-known songs with the word love in the title and rewrote them to be about other four-letter words that begin with the letter L. So when I stop singing, you're just going to jump in and sing the song's title, but replace the word love with the other four-letter L word I'm hinting at in the clues. Alyssa, this one's for you. Thank you. Meat that you can cut into a rack Or throw it in a euro for a snack You could serve a leg with some mint jelly on the side It's easy Okay, well I know the clue You don't know the song though all you need is lamb. That's All what we were looking for. All you need is lamb. There yeah, you, go. you got it. I've been eating a lot of meat. Oh, I know yeah. that's not very popular with our vegan and vegetarian <laughs> friends and listeners. But I got to tell you, on top of baking, I've been eating a lot of meat. I get it. I'm a vegetarian, but I'm like, I'm a week away for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, May, here's one for you. Don't touch my hat or my hair. Got tiny parasites that live in there. I need a special shampoo and a fine tooth comb and a brand new social life. Well, once again, I am in the same boat as Alyssa. It's a Huey Lewis song. What if I tell you it's a Huey Lewis song? That'll do nothing um, for either of us. <laughs> Huey who? Uh, sounds like a great guy. Um, lice, 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 lice. Mm, lice. Right. Lice is correct, and that was The Power of Love by Huey Lewis. The Power of Lice. Remember when you could get close enough to a stranger <laughs> to get lice? Uh, <laughs> what I wouldn't give for some lice now, just the company of just knowing that you just got a head full you got of friends riding along. Friends, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, here's yours, Alyssa. You must understand certain foods are now banned for the next six weeks. On Fridays, it's fish until Easter, no dish that had hooves or beaks. I'm a Catholic. So I'll make it stick I must try to ignore that delicious meat smell Oh! What? <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Oh no. no. You froze just as you were singing. So I did not hear what you sang. Oh, can I take a screenshot of this really quickly though? Oh, it's so good. Yes, am oh. I still frozen? No, no now oh. you're back. No, you're back. Ugh. Okay, um, can lead me in, Jonathan, will you? I'll lead you in, yeah. I must try okay, here we to go. ignore that delicious meat smell. Whoa. What's land got to do, got to do yeah, with it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you guys do anything for Lent? Did you guys give up anything? Are you giver I'm not a, I'm not a Lenter. Okay. I don't believe in giving things up. I usually am, but yeah, this year it got away from me. But I did watch church on uh, YouTube. Which was, how was it? I was like, this should have been like this the whole time. I would be devout. (laughs) I'd be a nun. (laughs) In bed, lying down, watching it. I was like, this is exactly (laughs) closer to God. That's how you're closer to God, lying down in your own bed. That's right. God's probably in bed. (laughs) Oh, for sure. Yeah. He's on his cloud. (laughs) (laughs) All right, mate, here's one for you. Great. Is stayed warm. Who gets mom's light fixture? We'll see. Shade was expensive, it's Tiffany. Both sisters knowing. Light is a battlefield. Oh no. <laughs> that, that, is, time I- that is very close. Light is not a four letter word. L I T E L I T E L I T E that's that's what I meant. Uh, was it lamp is a battlefield? Lamp is a battlefield. That's mm, right. That's exactly right. All right, here's another one for Alyssa. Oh God. Okay, here we go. Bring in your car and we'll grease up your chassis. Done in a jiffy with spray or a two. Easing the friction, Zodger is diction. You won't pay a lot 
for them. <laughs> We're on to you. We're on to you. Pretending to be frozen. I'm pretending to be frozen on that one. You, you caught me. <laughs> the song. I definitely don't know the song. The thing you're cluing. Let's think. Uh, la, la, la. Uh, greasing, greasing up your uh, your car. Yeah. Lube? Lube is what we were looking for. That's right. That's right. Wow. But that was The Glory <laughs> the glory of Love by Peter Cetera. Okay. This is the, you guys will be relieved to hear this is the last one. May, this is for you. No. no so please, soon, more. So soon. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. Washer dryers setting traps. Supposed to catch these fuzzy scraps, but they never catch enough. Check my pockets and I find this stuff. Have to brush my black clothes so they don't look rough. It's in my belly button, too. Lint, lint, lint. Yeah. Lint. Yes. That was We Found Love by Rihanna. Wow. We found oh, Lint wow. in a hopeless place. Yeah. Great. yeah that's right. Love that. Okay. Great game. And guess what? It, you guys are tied. Tied. Yeah. It's neck, neck uh, and neck. And I love neck. a tie. <laughs> like, yes, we, lo- we like we a like a tie. It's good. We'll, That's we'll right. remain friends after this. It's not gonna, you know. Yeah. You're both weird equally energy. enough. We're both equally enough. Yes, mm-hmm. thank you. Thank you so much. After the break, we'll be back to play another game with Alyssa and May and step back, Ken Jung and Jenny McCarthy. I'm going to talk to the real masked singer, country musician Orville Peck. Plus, we're going to welcome a very special contestant who lives with me in this very house. Who will it be? My husband, my son, some ants I found in a kettle corn bag. Anything's possible. Stay tuned to find out. I'm Ophira Eisenberg, and this is Ask Me Another from NPR. By the time your evening commute rolls around, or maybe your afternoon stroll, you've already got the headlines. So let your mind wander away from the front page with Here and Now Anytime, a podcast from NPR and WBUR. We'll keep you up to speed on the stories that matter and introduce you to people living the news, not just commenting on it. It's Here and Now Anytime. The day's top headlines, local stories from your community, your next podcast binge listen. You can have it all in one place, your pocket. Download the NPR app today. On the Code Switch podcast, conversations about race and identity don't begin or end with the news cycle. That's because we know race and identity impact every person and influence every story. We're getting into all of it with new voices each week, on the Code Switch podcast from NPR. This is NPR's Ask Me Another. I'm Jonathan Colton. Now here's your host, Ophira Eisenberg. Thanks, Jonathan. We're playing games with comedians and hosts of the podcast Crazy in Bed, Alyssa Lempiris and Mae Wilkerson. Alyssa Mae, would you like to play another game? Yes. Absolutely. So we have a word game for you. Ooh, okay. Uh, now we're talking. It's called Stars in the Stars. Uh, we'll imagine what would happen if famous people throughout history were also space travelers, but they only visited things that rhyme with their names. Okay. For example, if I said she sang Love is a Battlefield and now she's moved the fight to a giant ball of flaming gas, you would answer Pat Benatar on a star. Would we though? Would we, Jonathan? You definitely would. You definitely <laughs> would, would we? <laughs> Thank you for believing in us uh, in this hypothetical scenario. <laughs> All right, here we go. May, this yes. one's for you. Oh no! The star of Some Like It Hot is getting pretty cold on this dwarf planet, formerly known 
as the ninth planet from the sun. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. Um, Marilyn Monroe. Yes. Really? Okay. And then uh, Pluto? Yes. Marilyn Monroe on Pluto. Well done. Uh, Hmm. All right, Alyssa. When this leader of the temperance movement takes a break from demolishing saloons with a hatchet, she visits a configuration of stars as seen from Earth. Oh, of course. You know, the leader of the temperance movement. Alice Quipper on the Big Dipper. (laughs) (laughs) I hope she gets a point for rhyming. Her rhyming abilities are. That's a yes, and we'll move on to the next one. You know what? That's such a great answer. I'm not even going to check and see if it's correct. If I, if I tell you the second word, maybe you could guess the first, the person from the rhyme. If I tell you constellation, does that help you know the name of the woman who used to bust up saloons with the hatchet? Constellation. And I think we can all say this one together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your audio cut out for a second. I didn't hear what it was. Oh, this technology. But I'm going to assume you were correct. Yes, Carrie Nation on a constellation is correct. Yes. I yeah. Mean, yes. Okay. Uh, May. Mm-hmm. The singer known for solitude and strange fruit is somewhere in our own spiral galaxy. I don't think I know what, what a single word is that you just said. <laughs> okay, th- so it's the singer known for solitude and strange fruit is somewhere in our own spiral galaxy is known also a delicious chocolate bar yeah. with uh, nougat. <laughs> with nougat. Snick- the Snicker, the Milky Way. The yeah, Milky yeah. Way and... And um, uh, Audra Day. <laughs> Good enough. Billy Holiday. In Billy the Holiday, way. of course. I know who Billy Holiday is. I just didn't know that song. <laughs> All right, Alyssa, this is the final question of the game. Okay, here we Whoa. go. A lot riding on this. Here we go. Orville thinks he's so great because he piloted the first successful airplane flight, but his brother and co-inventor one-upped him by landing on an object that moves around a planet or star. Calhoun landed on the moon. <laughs> I like that's I like your good. answers so much better than the ones that's we have pretty good. written here. Uh, Calhoun <laughs> landed on the moon. I, that's very yep. close. Uh, do you know the brothers? The brothers who invented the airplane. The Wright brothers. Uh huh. All right. Well, so what we were looking for was Wilbur Wright on a satellite. Oh, satellite, satellite. Uh, but as I say, I much prefer Calhoun went to the oh, moon. Oh, that's just so great. Uh, guess what? Your guys are tied again. This has been this has been good. Are you kidding? This was basically one of the only moments of this much happiness in a while. So thank <laughs> you so much. This was so fun. Yeah. Same you, here. Same here, thank truly. You, thank you so much, so much for, for having, having us. us. This was such a blast. <laughs> my thank my you, pleasure. All right, now it's time to welcome our special guest. He's a masked country musician. His debut 2019 album, Pony, was a hit with critics and fans. And his latest single, Summertime which we are currently listening to, is out now. It's Orville Peck. Howdy, howdy. Hi, we are welcoming you as we welcome all of our guests now from their homes or undisclosed <laughs> location. Yeah, it's a, it's a wacky time, isn't it? Yeah, how are you doing? How are you coping? I'm okay. I mean, honestly, the, the interesting thing about the timing of this for me was, you know, obviously I was on tour during the yeah. middle of it, but uh, I, haven't had a, I haven't had a place to live for like over a year like I've just because I, I've been traveling and touring so much. And so I actually I secured a home <laughs> like like three days before I left on that tour. So thankfully, I had <laughs> somewhere to come back to, which is kind of miraculous. That is super lucky. 
So uh, you are known as a mass singer, and our listeners can't see you right now, but you always perform with a Lone Ranger-style mask and then f- often fringes on the bottom to obscure part of your face. You are wearing one right now, black leather on the top, I would say, not able to see the material up close, and then a light blue fringe that falls from just below your nose uh, all the way down. It's very, very stylish. And, oh, thank you. Uh, where were you when you decided to make this part of your persona and image and, you know, musical image? Uh, when I was a little kid, I was obsessed with cowboys and I was obsessed with like, um, like Cheyenne and the Lone Ranger and like all those old Westerns. And I used to watch them religiously and Indiana Jones, which, you know, he's kind of like a cowboy. And sure. so I used to I used to just wear a cowboy hat. And my idea of what a cowboy was, because I watched all these old Westerns, was I used to have a handkerchief that covered my face. Because I thought that's kind of just what a cowboy had was like a cowboy hat and something covering their face because they were kind of like an outlaw. Yeah, right. Um, I'm not the first masked country singer. I'm not the first gay country singer. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's been around. You know, country music is such a genuine, sincere love of mine and has been since I was very young. And so I decided uh, I wanted to do what I love about classic country, this kind of era of country in the, the 60s and 70s where you kind of had to pick your... It's like taking who you are at your core and kind of blowing it up huge. So Dolly Parton's very good about that. But for me, I just, I don't know. I, I like doing everything kind of like 500%, you know? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, the, the part of the cowboy image I always loved was just the embodiment of like anti-establishment. Totally. I mean, it's rebellion. I, I mean, I yeah. see lots of parallels between country music and punk, uh, which is also something, you know, I played in punk bands when I was a kid and I grew up loving punk and all kinds of music. But I see a lot of... Um, <clears throat> it's funny, I think country music has adopted this stigma over the past like 10 or 15 years that it's country music is supposed to be for like, uh, you know, well-adjusted straight white men uh, singing about like, you know, trucks and women and drinking beer and it's yeah. kind of meant for those people and made by those people. And But I mean, I've always thought of country as kind of being for like freaks and weirdos. I mean, it's the themes in country from the beginning of time have been about heartbreak, isolation, disappointment, alienation. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't sound like the well-adjusted experience to me, you know? That sounds like right. that sounds like everybody I grew up with. That sounds like everything I've gone through. And so the idea that country is not accessible to, you know, queer people or marginalized people or, or anybody really is is just it's like baloney to me. <laughs> You're also a fan of John Waters and camp comedy. I, you know, I I cold called John Waters like a few months ago. What? Whoa. <laughs> yeah, because I mean I've he's been like the biggest inspiration to me forever. And so there's this crazy story where basically someone I work with like on my team uh sent me an email and they were like I just saw John Waters Christmas special that he tours, you know, and um, yeah, and he was like, and they were like, he spoke about you in his opening monologue where he was saying his ideal Christmas party would be like, and he named all these characters from his movies. And then he said an Orville Peck would be there. <laughs> now the imposter syndrome in me was like, there's no way that's what happened. He said something yeah. else. <laughs> he must mean you know, like, Orville Peck. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, there's no way I was like, you're either lying to me or you misheard, which yeah. is both of which are unfair. So don't talk to me about it. Um, and like, I get it. It's Christmas, but come on. Yeah. Now. Like, you know, and then someone else actually brought it up to me like completely different. And so I, I was like, Oh my God, this is crazy. And so I, <laughs> I emailed, we have a, we work with the same uh, booking agency. And so I emailed someone being like, oh, I just need John Waters' number, actually, because we're supposed to have a conversation. And they were like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And they <laughs> sent me his number. And I was on tour in Australia. I thought like, you know what, screw it. I'm just going to, I've been, I've been staring at the phone number for like a week. Uh, and I was like, I'm just going to call him, you know, and what what's the worst that could happen? You could just hang up or say, you know, whatever. And I called him and I and I just hear someone go, hello. And, <laughs> and I said, and I said, hey there, uh, is this is this John? And he said, who is this? Uh, and I said, oh, hey, John, this is this is Orville Peck. And he said, Orville Peck, I'm a huge fan. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> and I, oh, I just like, you know, obviously evaporated. He's just the funniest guy, you know, like everything because I've read all these books. I've obviously seen all these movies like. It just felt like exactly what you would expect John Waters to be like. And, and you the know, voice now, is so oh, good. The voice. And it's crazy. <laughs> I mean, now 
Him and I talk uh, probably every week. Yeah. And now see, and this is another wonderful example about how lying pays off. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Couldn't recommend it enough. Yeah. So we have a game for you. Okay. Uh, about, you, you mentioned that one of your idols is Dolly Parton, one of your musical idols. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, so when you were a kid, you actually thought that she was playing a character. <laughs> I thought she was like Elvira or Pee Wee Herman yeah. or something. <laughs> you know, it obviously had a very lasting effect <laughs> on me. I feel like a little bit that's what she's going for. Yeah. All right. So, and you're a fan of Whitney Houston. I mean, who oh. isn't, but. <laughs> Whitney, I just got to say, I mean, Whitney Houston is my absolute all-time favorite singer. I mean, I just don't think that there has ever been a voice like hers, and I don't think there ever will be. Perfect, because we have a game for you called Whitney, Dolly, or Both. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's really simple. We're just going to give you a fact. Uh, you're going to tell us whether the fact is about Whitney Houston, Dolly Parton, or both of them. So let's try it. Let's do an, let's do an opener. Let's All right, do a, I'm ready. Let's see. Okay, Whitney or Dolly, who won a Grammy for singing I Will Always Love You? I think it was Whitney, right? It wasn't Dolly? It was Whitney Houston. That yeah. is right. But fun well, fact, as they say. So Dolly origi originally recorded it in 1974, but Whitney's cover was released in 1992, went platinum only eight times. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> you know, what are you going to do? And Dolly Parton said in an interview that when Whitney did it, that she got all the money for the publishing and writing, and with it, she bought a lot of cheap wigs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Orville, which artist has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? Oh, it's got to be both. Surely. I mean, ooh. <laughs> I'm going to say, I mean, come to think of it, I don't know if I've ever seen Dolly Parton, have, like her star. I'm going to say Whitney and not Dolly, strangely. All right. It's actually the reverse, but we, so it is Dolly Parton does, t Dolly Parton technically has two stars, oh, crazy. Uh, one of her own and one shared with her trio bandmates, Emmylou Harris and Linda Ronstead. Oh, amazing. Uh, so, but here's the deal with Whitney, the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce did select a star for Whitney Houston in 1995, but Whitney's team never got back to them to solidify <laughs> a date. Oh my and god, then, that's almost kind of iconic. <laughs> that's almost better than having a star. Just being like, sorry, we didn't we didn't get back to <laughs> Yeah. I didn't have time in my schedule to deal with this whole star business. Or just I love sort of that. like I decline. I yeah. decline. We I decline busy. star. I love that. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is your last question. Who was nominated for album of the year in 1988 but lost to U2's The Joshua Tree? Album of the year. It must be. Oh, it could be both, actually. I mean, I'm going to say I feel like definitely Whitney. 88, because I think that's when. I think that's when Whitney came out, isn't it? 88. Um, I'm going to say Whitney Houston. You 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 are you were hot on the trail. It is both. Both of them. Dolly was nominated uh, yeah. for Trio. You started with both, though. Yeah, you started with should have gone with my instincts, you know. What were the albums? So Dolly was nominated for Trio, which was her collaboration with Emily Harris and uh, Linda Ronstadt. Right. And Whitney was nominated for what was her second studio album, Whitney. Oh, there we go. Uh, what a pleasure! You did fantastic. Oh, thank you. Know you know everything, you, yeah. and what a pleasure <clears throat> it is to talk to you. And uh, I mean, I look forward to seeing you uh, live on stage, but also, yeah, me too. I, I look, I look <laughs> forward to <laughs> just continue to seeing all the stuff that you're throwing out there for the digital audiences to oh, enjoy. No, no, it's my <laughs> pleasure. Thank you so much for having me, and uh, this has been really fun. Thank you, Orville. Thanks, guys. Orville's new album, Show Pony, is out now. Thank you so much, Orville Peck. Thanks, y'all. That's our show, everybody. But before we go, I just wanted to share one more thing. Uh, since we're in quarantine and my son, Lucas, has been challenging me every day, I decided to challenge him to a game that combines two of his favorite things, theme songs and superheroes. Here you go. Lucas, how are you? Good. Okay, so here's the game that we're going to play. You okay. want to play a game? Yes, Ophira. <laughs> we're gonna play, I'm going to play you a superhero <laughs> theme song. 
And you're just going to tell me what superhero it is, okay? All right. Okay. How about this one? Oh, Batman. Batman? Do you like Batman? Yes, Batman. Okay, good. That was good. All right, we're going to make it get a little harder. How about this one? All those who chose to oppose his shield must yield. And he's led to a fight and a duel is due and the red and the white and the blue. Captain America. How's it go? When Captain America grows his Okay, all right. Good enough. Good enough. <laughs> okay, this is my favorite one. Who's this? Tony Stark makes you feel he's a cool and a hot steel. And Iron Man Hawk just a place. He's fighting and trying with repulsor rays. Amazing armor, Iron Man. Blazing power, that's Iron Man. Nice! Indeed, that is correct. All right, this is your last one. Okay. Cross the rainbow bridge of Asgard, where the booming heavens roar. You'll behold in breathless wonder the God of Thunder. Thor, mighty Thor. <laughs> Yay! You got them all right. One hundred percent. Good job. Mm-hmm. Ask Me Another's house musician is Jonathan Colton. Hey, my name anagrams to Thou Jolt to Cannon. Our puzzles are written by Jonathan Bayless, Jamie Greenberg, Carol Lee, Ruth Morrison, and senior writer Karen Lurie, with additional material by Ashley Brooke Roberts and Kate Villa. Ask Me Others produced by Travis Larchuk, Kiara Powell, Nancy Seichow, James Sparber, Ramel Wood, and our intern Nick Garrison. Our senior supervising producer is Rachel Neal, and our bosses' bosses are Steve Nelson and Anya Grunman. Thanks to our production partner, WNYC. I'm her ripe begonias. Ophira Eisenberg. And this was Ask Me Another from NPR. Hey, happy to hear you're still listening. And since you're still here, why not pop over to Apple Podcasts and write us a review? We love to hear from you, and it helps others find out about our show. For additional information about new episodes, upcoming live shows, road shows, and bonus games, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Thanks. time on Ask Me Another, Joseph Gordon-Levitt chats about his early acting gigs in local commercials. Then William Jackson Harper, from The Good Place, faces off with Insecure's Yvonne Orji. And we have not one but two stars from The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Tony Shalhoub, and Luke Kirby. So join me on NPR's Ask Me Another, the answer to life's funnier questions. In a stressful election year, we know that a good show, movie, or book can feel like a sacred thing. At Pop Culture Happy Hour, we believe pop culture can be good for you. So we're here four days a week to bring you a book, movie, or show recommendation to put you in high spirits. For a dose of old-fashioned pop culture therapy, listen to the Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast only from NPR. At the Planet Money Podcast, we talk to anyone who can help us understand the economy. Fortune tellers, tango dancers. Obscure government bureaucrats. Oh, the obscure ones are the best. Totally. And of course, we talk to the smartest economists to explain everything from inflation and disinflation to how manatees got addicted to fossil fuel. That is Planet Money from NPR.